0: Hey, podcast people, how's it going? As we're in the language dirt here. Happy Monday, November 16th, or of course, whatever day and time it is for you right now, as you are listening to this podcast episode. This is going to be a very fast one. I'm going to get right to the point and we're going to finish up because I am quite tight on time, but I, I, I really wanted to sit down and get this podcast recorded and answer a question that comes from a, a follower on Instagram. So let me read the question to you. <coughs> So she asks, hi, can you please tell me about your method of learning vocabulary in another language? Thanks a lot. So let me share a few things that I do. So I, I'm someone who generally speaking will, will follow a curriculum when learning a new language. That's my preference. Sometimes I'll follow a curriculum provided by a school. Sometimes it's provided by a textbook, but I like to follow some kind of system or some kind of Curriculum, I guess, is the really the only way the only word for it here. I like to follow some kind of curriculum when learning a new language. And so, what I'll typically do to learn new words primarily is I'll follow the curriculum that I have chosen. So, for example, in Mandarin right now, I'm taking some classes at university, I'm doing a Mandarin degree at the moment. And so all of my classes have textbooks or they have specific materials that the teacher has prepared. And I follow those materials. And those are some of the words that I go and learn. In terms of how I remember them, well, it's pretty straightforward. For me, it all starts with a lot of the textbook activities or activities provided by the teacher. So when I do oral presentations, when I have to write essays or I have to do written assignments or there's reading things to do, there's tests I have to do. A lot of those types of things that happen in the class, for example, that come along with that particular curriculum are are some of the major things that I do to help myself to actually remember those new words. Now, classes and following a set curriculum is not the only thing I do to learn new words. I also will listen to songs and I will look up a lot of the words I don't know. So, for example, I've been listening to a lot of Mandarin songs uh, recently and I will pull up the lyrics I'll look up words I don't know. I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Sometimes I'll make flashcards on my phone. There's a couple of apps that I use for flashcards. For, for Mandarin, I'm using an app that is only for Mandarin called Pleco. P-L-E-C-O. It's not for any other languages, so it's not going to be great for everybody listening. But you could even use something like Anki, A-N-K-I, or Quizlet. Quizlet, Q-U-I-Z or Z-L-E-T. Those are a couple options for flashcards, so I do that. I do a lot of uh, practice with native speakers or advanced speakers. So I'll go out of my way to make some friends online or in person, and then I will speak the target language with them. So throughout our conversations, a lot of words and phrases and such come up that I never heard before. Often I'll write them down if I can. Sometimes it's not practical to write them down because I don't have my phone or a notebook really close to me. A great example is uh, last year, uh, maybe even a year and a half ago, I had some Taiwanese friends who lived in my in my city, and I would practice and speak Mandarin with them. There's this one time where I drove to a dragon boat festival with one of my Taiwanese friends. It's not that far from where I live, but it's like a good 30-40 minute drive. And we're driving, or I'm driving, and we're just chatting, and we're chatting in Mandarin and she would say certain words that I'd never heard before. Obviously, the new words I learned there, I couldn't write down because I was driving. So if I can't write them down, I don't write them down, but if I can, I will write them down on my phone or in a notebook or something like that. Um, I will, I'll I'll also watch or watch videos or read things in my target language. I'll use Google and and YouTube as, as a tool to find things that are at my level. It takes time to find things that are at my level sometimes. Um, but I do my best. Sometimes it's not a perfect fit as in the resource I'm using the video or the blog post or the reading is either a little bit too hard to be honest, or a little bit too easy, but I do, I do the best I can. And I'm always able to learn some new words from things I read or watch. And then I just write them down. So I think all of that, that I do, the classes, the, the set curriculum that I follow, the written exercises, the speaking exercises, the tests that I have in my classes. All those traditional strategies blended with the non-traditional things, the self-study things that I do, listening to music, um, watching videos that I find on YouTube, reading things that I go find on Google, practicing with friends that I make online or in person. Those kinds of things as well, you know, when I combine those two kinds of strategies, it allows me to learn new words and gradually, slowly, but surely increase my vocabulary and of course, learn the target language. One final thing I'll say, which is something that I have only recently realized that I, that I do, is I like to put myself in situations where I have to use the target language and I have to use it to actually accomplish some kind of goal or some kind of objective. So I'll give you a, I'll give you a few examples. When I was in Taiwan, I got the opportunity to go to different schools and give presentations about Canada. I'll be honest, my Mandarin level was high enough to give the presentation, but was not high enough to answer people's questions. Because when you give a presentation, kids in the class will ask you questions. It was not high enough, and currently is not really high enough, to properly answer the questions that people ask me, and people would ask me. But I still said yes to go do those presentations. And the process of me preparing for those presentations Trying to think of all the different questions people might ask me. You know, making the PowerPoint. Making sure, getting my script corrected so I know it's proper. Right, Trying my best to understand the questions people ask me. And what I don't understand, trying to ask them to use different words or explain it differently. That whole process really helped me to learn Mandarin and learn new words and deepen my connection to the language. It was a tangible thing a real world way that i had to use and practice and implement my mandarin skills i'll give you another example um i'll give you a mandarin example as well actually so another mandarin example is i currently uh teach or tutor rather one boy in english i tutor him english but he doesn't really speak much english he speaks mandarin and i put my hand up to get that student it was it would have been very easy for me not to take that student i had to actually Put some work in to get that student, and now that's a really. I have to use Mandarin to teach him English, and it's really challenging for me. It's really, really challenging. It's not easy, but I learn new words every time I teach him. I improve my Mandarin. I improve my Mandarin every time we have an English class together. So I encourage everybody: think about your life, think about your strengths, think about your lifestyle, and try and and, and figure out how you would be able to actually incorporate the target language you are learning into your life. What kinds of things can you do that make you use the target language in a real-world, tangible kind of way, that is outside of the classroom, that is outside of the textbook, that is outside of simply practice sessions, that are real, in the real world, where you're going to make mistakes, it's going to be nerve-wracking, it's not going to go smoothly, there's going to be errors, sometimes you're going to get upset, What kinds of things can you find that are like that? Because those kinds of activities, I I think are equally important for you to incorporate into the mix of strategies you use to learn another language. It's equally important to get those in there. So I hope that answers that Instagram question. I appreciate the question. You guys are more than welcome to send me any questions you have. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever social network you use, I most likely use it. Um, so, you can find me at Polyglot Azarin, P O L Y G L O T A Z or Z, depending on your country, R E N. And we'll talk next time. Bye for now. See you.